I think it's rare for a Bill Murray movie to sort of fly under the radar, but uh, it might be what we're dealing with here. Today we're going to talk about the movie St. Vincent. We are Down the Hall podcast. Um, Rodney, what's the topic we're discussing today, though? Uh, the topic that we're discussing, and I like how you switched it up on me, man. You're just jumping right into the whole thing. Uh, the Be topic, ready, man. That's, that's the how. topic that we're discussing is unlikely mentors. Unlikely mentors, because that's what this movie's about. You have this unlikely mentor relationship between Bill, Mur- Bill Murray and a much younger character. Uh, also, we are telling you to avoid today the Netflix original movie, Girlfriend's Day. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, now our podcast exists because someone will spend an average of 115 hours every year just looking for a movie to watch. We aim to deliver one good recommendation a week. Uh, Rodney, if I had given you an extra 115 hours this year, Mm -hmm. what would you do with that? I'm going to tell you, uh, what I would do is I would communicate better with my family because, uh, recently Uh I, I neglected some, uh, some group texts, I think. And I think I paid for it because on Sunday, beautiful Sunday, uh, wanted something to, to, to eat, some brunch. And uh, I passed by a famous brunch place five minutes from my house. And who do I see waiting outside? But basically my entire family. And I was not invited. That's wonderful. That's and one I, of my favorite stories. And I said to them, I, st- I basically stopped the car, looked out the window, and I said, hey. And then they invited me. But everyone has made a point no, that I've told that story. They didn't invite you. I, I, That's see, not er, an invite. Everyone who I've told that story to, and I'd say like, oh, no. But they, they were like saying, yeah, definitely come on in. Everyone who I've then told that story to has made it a point to say to me, you realize you weren't invited. And I say, no, that's not like my family. We don't. And every single person that I tell that to, including you, as you're looking at me, just looks at me with these sad eyes that say, you're always going to eat alone. Here's the deal, man. I know your family and I know they didn't invite you. I know that because I got a text that said, hey, meet us for brunch. Don't tell Rodney. Well, I don't know how you get on a podcast, but you should look into it. Yes, of course. It's down the hall. Because I'm psyched. And here we go. Are you ready to talk about this movie? I hope. All right. So this movie is called St. Vincent. It is currently on Netflix. It's also an Amazon Prime find. Uh, it stars Bill Murray, Melissa McCarthy, Naomi Watts, Chris O'Dowd, uh, and introducing Jaden Lieberherr, who plays the uh, the kid who forms the unlikely friendship with Bill Murray in this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and also kind of a smaller appearance, but notable, Terrence Howard shows up. Oh, yeah, you're right. I forgot. I forgot that. It, yeah, you're right. Terrence Howard. Hustle dire- and flow, baby. It's directed by Theodore Melfi, who recently came off of a lot of success with the movie Hidden Figures. This movie is an hour and 42 minutes. It's rated PG-13, and it's classified as a comedy drama. Now, Rodney, what is this movie about? Yeah, so the movie is basically the story of so Melissa McCarthy and her son Oliver. Uh, that's the name of the character in the movie. They basically have moved in next door to Bill Murray, who is an alcoholic. You know, he's kind of this older, grumpy alcoholic, you know, kind of you know maybe the type if you've seen it but you know not the neighbor that you want and they've moved in and Melissa McCarthy is a single parent and basically pretty much right away um her son ends up kind of 
being babysat by Bill Murray, but in like a really reluctant way, you know, like it wasn't really what anybody like wanted, like nobody, nobody wanted to draw that situation up. Um, but it's then the story of how kind of um, Bill Murray and and her son kind of grow together. And like you said, this this unlikely mentorship, but it's done really well. Obviously, it has a great cast. Um, yeah, I mean, really throughout, it's a it's a great cast, but it's not and, it, and it's not overly full of like, you know, trite things you know like it's not like completely it's not the same story that you've seen over and over again i think they did it in in a pretty good way uh where bill murray is kind of this guy who's not down on his luck as much as he's just older and he's he's lived a long life you know and he's he's maybe resigned to what his life was but then you know having oliver around kind of reinfuses life and and perhaps like some perspective and you know forces him to try and be an example or maybe, you know, clean up a few things about his own life. But it's also then the kid is uh, able to kind of bring out good things and also see good things in this guy who on the surface is really just a grump. And if anybody were to see him, it would really be annoyed by him, you know? So um, it's ultimately a heartwarming, charming story uh, done really well with really great actors and actresses. Um, and really worth your time. Yeah, don't miss it. Go see it. Uh, the reason we recommend it is because it's, you know, the story's been told before where you have a a guy who, or, you know, a character who is brings his own baggage to the to the conversation. And then you have a kid who's going through this or that. In this case, the kid's moved to a new place. He's started at a new school, doesn't know anybody. Um, and the baggage that Bill Murray's character brings into it is, you know, he's he owes a lot of money to, you know, really dangerous people. For gambling. He, yeah, he's, you know, alcohol and like the only person who he has any sort of friendship with is like a Russian prostitute. And so the reason we find it to be such a good find this week, and we definitely say if, you know, if, if you have Friday night, Saturday night's movie night for you, this is a great one. I think it's worth it's, watching with, you know, you know, depending on how old the kids are, I think it's definitely yeah. worth watching with kids. It's family know, friendly. For yeah. sure. And a uh, great story uh, through and through. Melissa McCarthy is a side character, but she right. adds her own level of humor to it. And yeah, she doesn't do, she's not the over the top comedy in this one, you know, because I think, you know, I love Melissa McCarthy. I forget. See, I don't. Jen, yeah, you I don't. don't. No. Um, uh, we'll talk about that, I'm sure, in an upcoming episode. But um, yeah, next week or with uh, yeah. with Casey Spivey. Yeah. Right. So I'm sure we'll we'll talk about that. But I love Melissa McCarthy and all of her roles and her wild, wild outlandish roles. But this one is not that. You know, she plays, um, you know, like a loving, try hard single parent who is, you know, really trying to do her best by her son um, and in kind of her own difficult situation, um, but does so with comedy, but in a really like kind of charming, unassuming way, which is not typically the roles that, that you've seen her in, but I thought she did a, a really great job with it. And I would also say, not to be the, the marketing person, this I know that at some point someone's gonna be like, this kid's gotta like stop being so concerned with what the cover what the heck is what that? The co- oh my goodness, I don't know. What did you just do? Um she, what did you just found up, a like, portal. <laughs> you just like pull up a My Little Pony YouTube video? That's what I found a portal in uh something. I don't know. Are you a brony? Yeah, um maybe. I know that at some some point someone's probably going to be like, you've got to stop being so concerned what's on the cover of movie. But I think that it impacts. And aesthetics seen... are so important to you. No, because but I think it's important because like you know we're all making decisions. We all are spending 115 hours trying to decide on a movie to watch. So you are inevitably you're not watching the trailers for all of these movies. You're not like you're making a decision based on something that you're looking at. And I feel like yeah, let's be honest. Cover... As we scroll through, we scroll past covers that seem like yeah that don't seem appealing. To and us. to me, I feel like this one 
you know, also I'm not always the biggest Bill Murray fan. Or I feel like sometimes his movies are kind of a commitment Careful. to like mental. No, 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 no. Like a commitment to like. We're going to lose fans. <laughs> I love Bill Murray as a person. You know, like in oh. terms of, you know, because we're friends. Yeah, you text. Uh, yeah. But um, like sometimes his movies, they're not ones that you can just like just put on and take, you know, like you you probably need to be paying attention. So this one, though, I think the cover threw me off because it's like St. Vincent and him on the cover. It's like a halo. And, yeah, with a halo. And it's like cleaner looking than it act. It doesn't really com- like give you a lot. And I was just kind of confused with like, oh, I wonder, like, there's something that feels religious about. It. But you know what I mean? Like it, it, I, it was harder for me to like look at it and make. And it was easy for me to look at it and say like, ah, eh. yeah, no, I get it. And actually, I, I before we move anywhere further in this episode, I think it's worth saying that this portrayal of this character by Bill Murray isn't. I don't know your typical Bill Murray character. Like he's not. Uh, it's not comedy, right? Necessarily, like the movie yeah. is comedy. He, is he funny. says funny things, yeah. but not because he's a funny person in the movie. No, it's because he's like so miserable. Right, like he says things that are funny because he's like the most miserable person in the world. Right, and uh, also, I think my favorite character was actually Chris O'Dowd, who plays yes. the teacher. Who I love Chris and, O'Dowd. Yeah, he's he's you know he's the he, as you reminded me, he's from Bridesmaids, Bridesmaids right? He's mm-hmm. the cop, but. He plays Oliver's teacher, and he doesn't have a huge role in the movie, but when he's there, he's great. Yes. Yeah, he's very, very, like, which I think he's done that. He's surprised me so many times. There's another movie he's in, but he's surprised me so many times. And, like, Bridesmaids being one of those examples where you just go, there's something unassuming about him. Like, if you were to point him out on the street and be like, oh, that's also uh, a really well-known actor, it'd be like, nah. Yeah, I totally you know? agree. Um so I think at this point we probably want to start to transition into what professionals say. Hate, 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 hate. double hate, lose entirely. I like you a lot. So the overall IMDb rating right now is seven point three. Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes score is a seventy-eight percent. So not as high as a lot of the movies that we've been talking about, but still up there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, you're getting close to that eighty percent of critics giving it a positive review. Yep. So. Um, you know, well received by critics as well. Yeah. Um, but Chet, one of my favorite segments, what did the, like, what were the best and worst reviews? It's your favorite segment because you get to tee off on things. And yeah. Like, uh, it's easy to tee off on, like, people who take themselves too seriously. That it's easy to tee off on, like, someone who is being critical, you know, because then all I'm teeing off on is like, Oh, well, this is one sided for this reason. You know? Well, I love it because really I'm giving like two sentences from what is probably a full page review. Exactly. And so it's really unfair, but we'll start with the worst review from the New York observer. It keeps coming up, man. Like, I feel like it's the New York Observer, like Slant Magazine. Yeah. Inevitably, we'll see another one by the dissolve. Yeah. The New Yorker will only like, they'll only like show up for, Movies that are really like critically acclaimed, and they'll they'll not like that one. They never know? like it. Uh, so the New York Observer says, <laughs> "Lazy, eccentric, chain smoking, and accident prone Mister Murray gives them what they clamor for. His eventual redemption as a saint in disguise is predictable. The direction is negligent, and the jokes are mild. It's an okay little picture that doesn't really go anywhere, but it has a resonance that is easy on the heart." Okay, uh, I mean, is that a phrase? Easy on the heart. I think the I only guess. thing I can think of is like the negative side of saying that. Like, right? That burger is definitely not easy on the heart. I, well, yes, I know a lot about that as well. Um, 
this, I, you know, I have to say this one is a critical review that I have a harder time teeing off on because I get where they're coming from with most of the stuff. I think the part that they're not giving it enough credit for, though, is that it's more than a nice little film. You know, I feel like they're kind of brushing it off as like, uh, it's a nice little film. Like, sure, there are elements of it that are predictable. Sure, there are elements of it that are probably a, like, you know, a little bit like obvious in terms of which way it's going and the eventual redemption. However, it's still done well. It's still done better than just a, a, a good little bit. It's more than that. And it's um, so that's the only thing that I can be critical on. No, I get it. Um, I see where they're coming from, but I also think like it's more than just okay. Yeah. It's, it's definitely worth watching, I think. Yeah. Bill Murray alone always is worth watching usually. Yeah. And so I don't the, know, it's not and just... the jokes I feel like are, uh, are better than, than just okay too. You know, so cause the, I think, I think they said what it was like mild, mild jokes. Is that what they said? No, it's better. It's better than that. So the best review came from Hitflix, Uh, and it says this may not be his signature work, but it's Murray at the top of his game, uh, mm. in the type of role audiences want to see him in. I agree. That's what I was kind of saying. That how can it just be okay when I think Murray does you know gives yeah. a great uh, great portrayal of a really miserable character that's somehow right. fun to watch. Right. How can a miserable character be that fun to watch? Yeah. yeah. And Bill Murray does it. Yeah. How do you like his accent in this movie, though? Yeah, it might have like been that, a slight complaint for me. Like the hardened Brooklyn accent. Right? Is that Brooklyn? Yeah, I felt like sometimes like it was like a little heavier at times sometimes i get picky with with accents that would be that would be the thing that somebody else on another podcast would tee off on me because inevitably that would come into like my movie review the accent wasn't always perfect the aesthetics the cover was the color was too orange (laughs) all right chet so uh we we know what the imdb rating is uh what's your personal imdb rating yeah i mean this is a seven so we had said before that probably most episodes are going to have at least one of us giving an eight or yeah. above. Yeah. It's a seven for me, but yeah. it's like, if I could, it'd be like a 7.5. Yeah. I'm right with you. Yeah. I think, you know, as we, as we continue to take on different movies and, and try and bring one, we're definitely going to re- bring a recommendation. And I think, you know, Chet and I both agree that if we're saying seven and it's a movie that we really like, so um, I'm right with you. I might be like slightly higher in that scale, but I'm shy of an eight, but um, you know, I'm going to go with a seven as well. I didn't realize it was the kid's first movie. Oh, he's fantastic. Uh, he did a too, great job in that. Yeah. Um, and he plays this like really smart, articulate kid who then gives this kind of perfect, almost dichotomy of the relationship to yeah. Bill Murray's character, who is not that way. Right. Um, but, you know, obviously he's the, the responsible one. You know what I mean? Like, yes. As exactly. you sit there and the watch kid this, is, is more this interaction, you go like, Oh, well, kind of he's taking care of Bill Murray. Right. Like, even though he, he can be, he could, you could tell me he's sick. Again, I'm not great with like kids' ages. He could be six. He might be eight. I don't know what grade he's I in. I think you know he's not six. Is he 12? I don't know. Um, but he's very young, but you sit there and look at the, their interaction and you go like, oh, he's, he, he could potentially be the one keeping Bill Murray alive. Whatever age he is, he's too young to be going to the, the horse races and, and also sitting up at the bar like they do in the movie. So, you know, on that note, our topic today is unlikely mentors in film. Yeah. And to kind of give context to what we're talking about, um, you know, one of our first thoughts was like, karate kid with mr miyagi but that's still more of like a coach relationship yeah, yeah. i think we then realized like no that's not what we're talking what about. we're talking about is like 
the movie like Big Daddy. Yeah, like, Adam Sandler. Unlikely. Like mentors who are thrust into the situation and really they're not equipped for it. They so bring their own stuff into the story. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. They might take away something too from yeah, right, it. You know, right, that type right. of thing. So unlikely mentors, I think officially what we're calling, right? What's your favorite? Uh, you know, I think for me, I, I've battled a couple of different ones that, that come to mind. I do love the Big Daddy one. Um, but I think the one that jumps out to me and is a movie that every time I've watched it, I'm like, wow, I love this movie far more than I would have ever imagined is, uh, in Bad Santa, Billy Bob Thornton and darn, I can't remember the kid's name, but it doesn't, you know, they're, they're re- like in the first one, I haven't seen Bad Santa too, but in that, in Bad Santa, you know, Billy Bob Thornton is the worst of all possible mentors. He's the worst human. Like, even when I rewatch it, he's the worst human being on the planet. But there's something about that whole relationship. And again, it's the same kind of situation where the kid who is a very young kid in that movie um, really kind of is necessary to Billy Bob Thor- Thornton's life for him to not be like for him to basically not want to just end it, you know, um, and so that's probably my favorite one again a movie that on the surface you know wouldn't seem this way but for me is potentially one of the more like like heart heart gripping movies and uh emotional movies for me that i've seen because it always catches me by surprise we also got a twitter response um from ret read podcast who had chimed in on two episodes ago when we did the nice guys uh, and their answer, first of all, they come from Shadyside, Ohio. Okay. Um, they review books and series from the 90s and more. Um, Shadyside, Ohio, is that like an actual place or is that like a question, a, man? You know, uh, like the shady side, like the bad, the bad side of the street. Like they're just telling you what side of the tracks they're from. Yeah, right? they're not, they're not, there's not that many bad sides. Well, never mind. So, Rhett really Ret- <laughs> <laughs> Reed Podcast, their, their answer is wow, this is a good one. I, I can't believe that I didn't think of this. Leon the Professional. Uh, Natalie Portman plays this. So it's one of her first roles. She's mm-hmm. like super young. This was one that I wanted to talk about when we talked a few weeks ago about, uh, like kid actor performances, mm-hmm. but she gets put into this situation where she has this unlikely like friendship with this, like this killer. Mm. And so it's, it's, there's nothing about it. That's like comedy. Yeah. There's nothing about it. That's like, I, I wouldn't even go as far to say even like heartwarming. Like yeah. it's, it's a relationship that's geez, it's a gritty movie. Yeah. Um, but that's one that as I was thinking through, I start like, you tend to think more comedies, I think in this type of, of a yeah, relationship. I guess you're right. Yeah. This one though is like, wow, great, great answer. Rhett Reed podcast. That's great contribution. Um, my answer to this question though is uh, from 2013. We've discussed this before briefly on the podcast. It's called The Way, Way Back. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with the movie The Way Back, which is not connected to this whatsoever. Yeah. Two different movies altogether. Not confused with Way Back, you know, like where you hit a home run. Way, way back. Yeah. Uh, Was that a good addition? Was that a good I contribution think, like Rhett Reed podcast? I think so. I think we need to find you a mentor. Thank um, you. So this one had Steve Carell. Uh, the kid was Liam James, played by Liam James. But the unlikely mentor in this movie was played by Sam Rockwell. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, now, Steve Carell in this, he plays sort of like a really bad yeah, step a bad step like dad. A, just like a, a bad person. And he's just a jerk. What I loved about this is that uh, it's all about how this kid is then going like to live for the summer at this house in Cape Cod. Mm-hmm. And he gets a summer job at this water park, which right. actually so, exists, we can right. say. As, <laughs> which as is a water park. Yeah, Massachusetts yeah. residents, we will yeah. say it does actually exist. Um, and he befriends Sam Rockwell, who works there. And yeah. 
their relationship is hilarious and, and like Rockwell has his own things that he has to, you know, go through throughout the movie, but uh it's very, very well done. Uh it's it's definitely worth going out of your way to find. I wish I could tell you right now where it's accessibly like if it's easily accessible. Last summer, Rodney and I went to this like famous pizza place uh in Cape Cod where Mark Anthony's part of this movie was filmed and there's there's like framed pictures of the cast and stuff. So yeah, and, you know, it's it's just a really good one. Um I know that at the time it was receiving good reviews, but I still think not enough people saw it. Yes. And now Chet, I want that pizza again because that pizza is so good. However, something that's not good, the movie that we're telling you to avoid this week. So that movie would be Girlfriend's Day. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Okay, a simple wrong would have done just fine. Yeah, Girlfriend's Day. We did talk about it briefly, kind of offhand, uh, recently before we started this segment. Um, Girlfriend's Day is a Netflix original. Yep. With Bob Odenkirk. With Bob Odenkirk from Better Call Saul and and Breaking Breaking Bad. He's great. But the reason we bring this one up is because it's going to be promoted to you by Netflix, first yes. of all. And second of all, if you go online and you type in best Netflix movies right now, for some reason it keeps making these lists. What are these yeah. people thinking? No, because it because it's being promoted. I think that's the thing. You it's know, like terrible. The, the other thing about marketing is like things that then get promoted also get watched. And you know, I think also it's like an hour and fifteen minutes, so it doesn't seem like a lot of commitment. It's it's horrendous. Yeah, it's a story of you know Bob Odenkirk plays a struggling writer, but not just any writer. He writes romance cards for like a hall, basically Hallmark, yeah. like the equivalent yeah. of a Hallmark. Right. And that there's actually this conspiracy around like the writers killing each other. We're, I don't even want to get into it any further than that. It yeah. is painful. We we yeah. made the joke, but we're completely serious. We tried watching this movie. Three times. Yeah, it's hard. It's it's horrendous. And Get it's not, it's out just not, of here. It's just not worth it. Um, yeah, I I completely agree. And like, I can be on board with a premise that's like, if you're gonna try and sell me on a dumb premise, then like something else has to be redeeming about it. And like, outside of like laughing at maybe one joke early on nothing like there's nothing redeeming about it and it's hard for me to get on board with the premise of like somehow the writers of these love cards are all in like some big club you know what i mean like in that they like everyone knows them there's so many things about the premise that's like i just no 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 so leave it alone um and if right now you hear music playing i'll I'll just say we're not signing off like hang on i might we still have a little bit more to go We're going to talk just very briefly about our favorite scenes from the movie St. Vincent, but because we know that that might spoil things, we're saying, hey, dip out if you want to see the movie and don't want anything spoiled. Um, But on that note, I'll say that you can go to downthehallpodcast.com. You can scroll down and and recommend a movie for us. Yes. Um, And also, I think my favorite aspect to the website is that you can comment on our blog posts that we attach to every single movie we do. So it's, it's not your favorite part. Isn't my handiwork. Uh, all of it on the website is Rodney's handiwork. You should know that. Um, and so I guess I, by default, I'm giving you. you a compliment. I appreciate um, that. Thank you. I didn't like that very much. Uh, but what I like about that is you can go and like, in this case, you know, what's your favorite example of a movie with an unlikely mentor? Did we miss one? Uh, do you have another great, you know, recommendation for like, there's so much that we love interaction. We love that whole idea of you guys being able to join us. And so, yeah, go do that. And you can also, uh, join us or, or watch us, uh, 
at 8 p.m. on the Checked Out in Jersey podcast, where we join Matt and Pete. Uh, we join them kind of a few minutes into the into their uh, live radio show, and we talk about our movie recommendation of the week, and we try and convince them um, of what movie to see that week. Uh, we sit there and wait anxiously for their feedback on the movie that we had recommended to them the week before. And then at the end, we we basically play a little bit of like almost like twenty questions as we get to get to know each other. So except it's like one question, twenty questions minus nineteen. Yeah, like twenty questions over the course of that's maybe a little bit of math weeks. for you, buddy. You like that? I'm right there with you. And also a fun announcement for our podcast is that by the time you're hearing this episode, we will have already recorded with a guest that we are pumped about, which is Casey Spivey who is a writer and creator for Screen Rant. You guys all know about Screen Rant. They deliver amazing content around film and around TV shows. Um, And she is a comedian who also plays Daenerys Targaryen, the uh, Mother of Dragons, in Game of Thrones the Musical, which is a parody, and I can't wait to see that eventually. I feel like that's inevitable for us. What I can't wait for is uh, we're going to be talking... uh... We're going to be talking about female-led comedies, and what I can't wait for is for you to have to say that you're not a particular fan of some of the female-led comedies that we might talk about. That's an unfair thing to say. I'm not a particular fan of some you... of the comedians, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which I will not back down from. So by the time you're hearing this episode, we will have already recorded with her. That episode should you don't like women. hit your earbuds Thursday. <laughs> I'm not even going to... <laughs> I told you not to give details. Yeah, well, you're the one who gave me the details. All right, chat. So we are now in the details section. We can say anything we want at this point, right? Anything? I mean, you already said that I hate women, so I'm not <laughs> sure what's left. I, I, I'm, listen, I'm just, this is where we say what we actually feel, just like that. Okay. Um, so, uh, Chet, I feel like the way you're sitting is showing far too much of your thigh. So <laughs> what, are we, this is just, we're saying anything? I, anything, okay. anything we want. Um, and I'm going to now ask you what your favorite. See, see, you got me all flustered now. Uh, That's a weird thing to say. <laughs> I'm not, not, fl- you know what I mean? <laughs> Just I flustered in the sense of like, I'm off. I want to like throw, I want to throw a punch back, but I also feel like we're still in the middle of something. So I'm going to kind of try like and keep a podcast, focused, like a podcast. <laughs> I don't think people just want me to just banter. Um, Jet, what is your favorite scene from this movie? I think it's less of a favorite scene, maybe more of a favorite line. Yeah. So, well, I mean, so, okay. It's, it's, so there's this, so he's out on the, like his backyard, which is basically just a, a bunch of dirt, like no grass. Yeah. He's laying in a, like lounge chair with yeah. a drink in like his hand. Like a beach lounge chair that you'd see in Florida or something. As the yeah. kid is like mowing the quote unquote grass. Yeah. And the mom comes home, Melissa McCarthy, and she's like, why, like, why is he mowing your dirt? And he's like, I'm teaching him about life. You work, you get paid, you drink. And she goes, what? Is there alcohol in that? And then there's this long pause and he just goes, I honestly don't remember. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was, that's my favorite line, my favorite scene, whatever. The, my favorite scene is again, I'm going to play the, the obvious one where um oliver is kind of talking so he's giving a presentation the kind of the movie builds to this where he has to do a presentation of saints among us um you know and so he ends up talking about vincent being the saint you know and who's kind of this really gruff guy and he points out all of these different facts so he kind of gives like in kind of an auditorium 
style he's giving this speech as bill murray walks in yeah he's um, able to see the best in a character or in a person yeah. that like no one else likes yeah right he's yeah, exactly and it, it's kind of cool to see like you know i think it was de- well you know well done and the fact that it was kind of like you know this this younger uh this younger kid is the one who's seeing all of these things and kind of went out of his way to see all of these things and somebody who is not really obvious uh or, or you know does not put these things on the surface and so um you know great scene one of those kind of heartwarming scenes that probably some critics would be you know skewered a little bit for because it is kind of a really you know cutesy scene but um to me especially if it's it's really worth the watch and uh, particularly a movie that would be good with like you know family and kids because really you know there's a little bit of content but not too much you know like so i think it's it's a pg-13 movie that you know i would feel comfortable saying if you watch it with you know uh you know family or kids that you're not going to feel awkward at any point it's 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 appropriate i think there might be one sex scene with a russian prostitute but yeah i guess you're right other than that other than that there's i guess you know you forget these things we (laughs) all learn lessons one of them is i guess we don't let rodney watch our kids or at least watch movies with our kids yeah that's probably true (laughs) So like always, we want to remind you, you can follow us on Twitter at Down the Hall Guys. You can go to uh, our website at downthehallpodcast.com where we said you can recommend a movie for us. You can comment on any of our blog posts. Uh, Really love seeing a lot of people begin to do that. Yeah, Um, you can also just like say your least favorite thing about Chet. I knew that was coming. I knew it. Just Just, the tone. Just do it. I like it. That's fine too. We can do so, we can do a whole episode uh, about that. Like um, your the least favorite thing that he's ever said. Also, please, your favorite thing that I've ever said. I like it. And like we said, look forward this week. It should be around Thursday that we will have an episode our favorite female-led comedies where we welcome Casey Spivey from Screen Night. Mm-hmm. And you explain yourself for not liking female-led comedies. You got it. That's Rodney. I'm Chet. Signing off. That's Jet. I'm Rodney. Signing off.